rock and roll is the hope for humanity. It always has been, and it always will be. My name is the Venerable Tweed. I have been sitting in for Perkins Warbeck the 23rd. This has been the 35th installment of the Gates of Delirium. We thank you very much for coming along for the ride. That's all we have time for. It is 8 o'clock in the Pacific. We'll see you next week. writing this, most of the really uh, poets you've been listening to right now are all poets that, whose work is now in the public domain. But I've worked quite a bit with poets that are living or recently passed away or uh, have estates that uh, are still under copyright. I was very fortunate this last year to have the opportunity to work with a poet who lives not only in San Francisco but is very comfortable working with songwriters. Her name is jo Joan Gelfin and she wrote an absolutely wonderful, delightful piece about going from being uh, jaded into accepting the fact that life is just wonderful. And I'd like to bring back Jesse Barrett to sing this song for us. It's called Cafe, and I hope that Joan is watching tonight. She was an absolute delight to work with on this piece.
while he was in the trenches during World War I. He died a year later. This is a piece he wrote about that fear of dying and the acceptance of it, the love of it, the love of knowing that life and death are all part of a bigger cycle. I've asked Sam Bronfield to sing these words. Sam, come on up.
Except the love of death, except the
Black when they come up and sing it. It's called The Passionate Shepherd to His Love. It's based on a poem by Christopher Marlowe. And every time that Terry and I, by the way, um, during the course of this, these two songs I've never heard live because we've been rehearsing them via Zoom. It is an absolute pleasure to hear your music sung live. I will never forget this experience. Um, this, uh, every time we've rehearsed this on Zoom, I say, well, someone's going to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Thy mind may move, then live. 
song is uh, uh, based on a poem uh, by uh, Sir Henry Newbolt. It was written in 19, I mean, sorry, 1898. And it's an odd piece because it's actually called Felix Antonius after Marshall. It's a, a lovely elegy, um, probably done uh, for someone's birthday, uh, making clear to them that they, they were an absolutely wonderful human being, an, an admirable human being. And I'm dedicating this to uh, my first choral teacher in high school, Mr. Miller. So uh, this is Felix Antonius.
child about the creative things they can do and they never get punished for being creative. This goes out to my nephew Daniel, who is one of the most creative children I ever saw. He became a tinker of cars now. A serious tinker of cars. This song is especially about him. series. It's called Lot's Wife. 
goes out to Megan Lynch.
now coming to the end of the program with the last couple of songs. I would like to bring up here Mr. Sam Bronfield. We're going to be singing uh, a song called If I Were Loved As I Desire To Be. It was originally written as a poem by Alfred Moore Tennyson uh, in 1867, and it was originally titled, Oh, Where I Loved As I Desire To Be. Long way got changed. Uh, this one goes out to Wayne Smith and Atlanta. Oh. 
Also, one of the songs that I was trying to blame this for my children. So, um, I would go, I would go on to see my parents and say, "Hey, look, um, siblings aren't." And I tried to explain that song to them. It goes like this: I was trying to say it's one of those songs that's incredibly melodramatic, and in the time it wasn't. This is um, this is when uh, this is the last song that I am to do, and I'm going to do one after this. When I was a And I was uh, proficient enough of a piano player by that point to accompany myself. And I might just come over here and start percussion. And they give you all the traditional stuff when you're first. They give you all that, uh, those kind of art songs. And I was given one art song to sing that when I paid the piano for it, I had never played something that wasn't just rock music. It's a song called Concrete Conclusion Pedal and Strawberry Flight. Remember correctly. That's what I realized what I was trying to do. And I also find that I'm drawn to Ray Fon Williams. And uh, this next song I wrote to sing as much like Ray Fon Williams as I possibly could. It's, ba it's uh, based on a poem by Lewis McNeese. It's called The Sunlight in the Garden. An old friend just passed away. I've never heard this one done live either. Cannot beg for pardon. 
song that I've written, this is a song I've written that's based on a poem by uh, Vita Sackville, Sackville West, who was the lover of uh, Virginia Woolf. And uh, this is probably one of the most passionate lesbian love songs, I've, uh, love poems I've read in a long time. Subtle, really subtle, but oh my god, rich. And this goes out to uh, Freddie Angela.
you all very much for joining us tonight. I'd like to bring up my singers once more. You all come up here with your mask on. We'll take a quick bow. This is Sam Bronfeld, Terry McLaughlin, and Jesse Berry. Thank you all very much for joining us. Have a great Sunday. Starts at 6 o'clock, which is right. Yeah, you're listening to Mutiny Radio. Dot FM in dot SF, and it is time for the happy hour radio comedy open mic slash outdoor show at seven o'clock. It's gonna be so fun! Yay! Alyssa Westerlin's on the show. I'm so excited. You can always donate to Mutiny Radio at Mutiny Radio in under Venmo or our GoFundMe. Look it up and uh, give me some money. Come out, stay socially distanced. We've got chairs six feet apart, people can stand across the street. Everybody's being safe. We've got mic condoms, we've got gloves. Got all the stuff to keep you feeling safe. Let's enjoy some music until we get a quorum of comedians. I like to have at least four comics in the room before we start, just so that they have an audience, even if it's themselves. So um, thanks to Drew Cox and Mauricio for being here. Also, Jen Garcia. Who knows who else will be here? It's always an exciting day.
Motherfuckers! I fucking hate soup. Fuck vegetable bath water. Suck a dick. Clam chowder. Corn chowder. Any type of chowder. Fuck a dick. You ask me why I hate soup? Because it's wet, bitch. That shit don't fill you up. You stupid motherfuckers. Ah. Uh, I hate fucking drivers that just stop at a yellow light and just stab you. I wish I had some jokes. God damn it. I hate running off my own fucking stuff here, man. Uh, everybody's already heard I look like Stephen Hawking. If I was mentally challenged instead of physically challenged. Ah, I think I look like Bill Gates. Fuck Stephen Hawking. Right, guys? That's what I'm thinking. All the looks and none of the money, you fucking bastard. You look like goddamn fucking John Denver if you was thinking about sucking dicks instead of goddamn country music songs. Whoa, Stephen, son of a bitch. Ah, uh, and you know what, Stephen Hawking, you look like Stephen Hawking right now. Great. Fine as hell, because I about conspiracy theories, and I'm by myself. That's how it works. But I like jerking off. It's you know, porno is a lot cheaper than fucking dates. Went on a date and had sex with her. Goes up in your lap on the way home. That shit sucks. But I date best. Let's see. I always wanted an instrument because I'm a stupid young kid. I always wanted an instrument to fucking write what I was saying. Now that we have that in phone. AI is phony. Every time I try to send a voice text, it's like, I want to fuck your mom. The fuck kind of shit's that, dude? I fucking hate that shit. I don't know. People say that we're in a matrix now. The matrix is some kind of matrix. Someone's playing us and fucking making us into squares. I love aliens. I always want to fuck an alien. I want to fuck an alien. I'd fuck them in that little hole. You know that little hole right there? I like that. Whoever, whatever fucking I'm an avatar for, whatever shitty-ass alien thing, I'm fucking losing. Tell you what, I'm losing out here in these streets, son. Losing. Ah, hello. What else do we have that's on my fucking, my radar? Ah, oh, man. My mom, she's a good woman. Don't judge a book by its cover. Mom. Such a badass, dude. Carry a knife and a gun in her purse. And uh, if somebody gave her some shit, she'd fucking shoot that fool and then place a knife in dead dude's hand. Well, actually stab herself first, blah, blah. Fuck. You know what? It's funny when you don't remember your own shit about your mother. It's fucking hilarious. But anyway, my mom was so badass, I had to ask my mom. That was my first time ever going to jail. Fuck it. Mom, what should I do? My mom tells me, Derek, you stupid motherfucker, go up to the craziest-looking, biggest, detox-looking motherfucker, and you suck his dick, son. You suck his dick because you're going to be a bitch in prison, all right? You're going to be getting raped. You're going to have to have protection. So 
You have to go up and suck the biggest dude's dick. How do you think mom got ahead at her job? Oh, man, it's always funny to do a set in front of yourself. It's always difficult. I know you're listening, and I know other people are listening. It's fucking hilarious, man. One of my older bits was hookers. I, you know, um, and I turned the hookers into fucking robots. Like, cause I, I thought like, you know, every when I was a little kid, I really thought like, fucking uh, Terminator, that shit was gonna be real. There was gonna be like robots that are gonna come here and fucking like move and blow shit up, and these robots are gonna fuck us up and fuck us and kill us and shit. That's not what's gonna happen. We're actually gonna win the robot war, cause we're gonna actually make sex robots and we're gonna fuck robots to death. Terrible. And you know who loses it all? Hookers. Hookers lose it all. They fucking hate robots. They're not going to get paid anymore because all their good jobs are going to be fucking robots. So that was like my first robot. And I was like, that's not too funny. Robots are going to fuck us to death. I don't know if that's that funny. So I kind of changed it up and I thought to myself, I'm going to do crowd work with this. You know, lots of gentlemen use lotion for various things. They're just dirty for doing it and that could trap more particles so um, brainstorming but so you know we got to start brainstorming now because those fires are you know it's not getting any <laughs>